0: Hi, everyone. This is Abhishek from ShakeTheCosmos.com. Today's guests have got Jamie Lynn Bagley. How are you, Jamie? I
1: am well. How are you?
0: (laughs) Good. I am doing well. Um, So I'm excited to talk to you about and for my viewers, I think you were just telling me a little bit about the topic. uh, And then you mentioned something about love languages is as being a toolkit. But then also you have your own way. Uh, of About a question, um, so tell me more what is this question
1: so three or so years ago i 'm at the farmers' market in Providence, Rhode Island, and I'm, mm, let's just say I'm hoping to experience some synchronicity that day because I had particularly been feeling pretty low and was just ready to receive some love and to give some love. And so I'm at this farmer's market and I make my way over to a jewelry designer's booth and there was an infinity ring that I really liked. And so then, hold
0: on, why are you at this farmer's market? How did you just, you just decide to show up?
1: <laughs> I, I like getting my produce there. So I okay. make the trek to the farmer's market to get fresh produce and sort of, um, sit sometimes by the fountain and see what comes to me, mm. which is fun. And this see. is
0: in Rhode Island where yeah. you're from, or is this? Yes. Okay. Okay.
1: So, I walk up to this booth and I'm looking at an infinity ring and the idea of wearing an infinity ring.
0: What color is this uh, ring? It's just sterling silver. Sterling silver. Okay. And it's
1: a reminder that I am connected to something greater than myself. And the jewelry designer who made the ring He started engaging me in conversation, and he studied Buddhism, and this man has been making jewelry for a number of years. What did he look like? Mm. He is a bit older than me, and he looks like... (laughs) (laughs) He he looks like an artist that's been working in his shed and maybe forgot to eat because he is so focused on creating. Mm. So he's not focused on what he's wearing, for example. Uh, It's so how can I say? Um, Yeah, he looks like he... Has a lot of wisdom. (laughs) Let's put it that way.
0: So you're now standing in this guy with wisdom and he has the ring.
1: Yes. And he engages me in conversation and I immediately feel like he can see my soul. And he asks me a question. And the question is, how do you want to be loved?
0: Mm.
1: And I had never been asked that. I
0: don't think anyone's ever asked me that.
1: So I'll ask you: How do you want to be loved?
0: How do I want to be loved?
1: Yeah.
0: From who? Like, who are we talking here? Mm,
1: so what in, what this, okay. in this context, in this context, yeah. What did he good say? Good question. Like, yeah. Good question. So, I had uh, been married for about a decade, and the marriage ended to save the friendship, and. With something like that, when your marriage ends, you have good days and bad days. And I knew that I needed to do things. Um, let's see. I don't like to talk in terms of right or wrong, but let's just say I do things the right way. I didn't. I, I wanted to start this journey of personal growth and uh, try to limit the, the alcohol consumption and all those things so that I wouldn't get stuck in any bad habits along the way. So I, why
0: were you afraid of getting into bad habits? Is that something you like, because, uh, there's an addictive,
1: yeah. In my family, for example, uh, addictive behavior runs in there, Mm. you know, like grandparents and one of my, you know, I, I, let's just say it runs, it runs in the family. And so it's something that I want to avoid because the day, the day that, uh, my husband at the time and I went to tell my brother that our marriage was over and my husband and my brother were very good friends. The day we went to tell my brother, my brother said, uh, my girlfriend and I are going to have a a baby. So I knew that I was going to be an aunt and I knew that this child would be special. And I wanted this child to be proud of the way that I handled this time in my life. So I see myself as a role model for, uh, he's now my nephew Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. So to get back to the ring really Mm -hmm, quick, mm -hmm. the infinity symbol is something that I connected to, uh, and I needed a reminder that I was connected to something greater because it was important for me to learn how to love myself, and I made that pact when my marriage ended, that that was my commitment before jumping into a relationship of any kind with uh, a man, for example, another person. Mm. Yeah. So
0: that so the question, what is the question again? What?
1: How do you want to be loved?
0: How do you want to be loved? Okay. Okay. And then this journey of loving yourself began. Um, so what? You know, I feel like that's pretty popular right now, this whole self-love. Self-love. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: what does it mean? <laughs> what does it
0: mean? They should call it Valentine's Day self-love day or something. Uh, so while you've been on this mission, it sounds like though. What is what has been helpful for you to be in self-love?
1: Mm. What's been helpful is to I think about how I wanna be loved. And then I think about the ways that I can show myself that without needing another person to do it for me. So for example, uh, I like, I do like receiving gifts and it doesn't have to be anything big. It could be uh, a flower, for example. So today is Valentine's day and I, uh, how do I want to be loved? Uh, every now and then a flower would be nice, right? So <laughs> I'm going to do that for myself. And I, I got myself a really pretty bright pink Gerbera. I don't know if that's how you say it, Gerber Daisy. Gerber Daisy on Valentine's Day. I got it. And I carried it around with me and I walked to Ocean Beach with it. And I was playing oh. with it on my face and like playing with it on the beach. And I just felt wonderful because... <laughs> I really like flowers and I can get them for myself. Mm. And I feel like if I develop this habit for, oh, I'd like a flower and get that for myself. And then, you know what, down the road, when this partner or whoever comes into my life, it will be um, just, I think, natural for it to happen. I will have invited that in because uh, I'm f- I'm finding ways to love myself. So I don't need um, another person necessarily to give me what I need. And then, uh, I can communicate, for example, openly and freely so that this other person would understand that I like bright pink flowers. What, so you
0: say? what else? I mean,
1: <laughs> I'm not, I'm trying not I, to make this personal. It's just going personal. Well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so someone, you know, doesn't have just bright pink flowers hanging out around them. What, what are some Like for, for my, for the viewers on on the podcast, like what can they do to uh, love themselves?
1: So if you... um,
0: Nothing against pink flowers.
1: No, that was just an example from today. And, uh, and you know what? It doesn't mean like love doesn't mean flowers and chocolates. That's it. Love is this... It's love is holding the space. Love is accepting someone as they are. Love is all the things. Love doesn't mean, you know, it's like, if I don't get gifts, that doesn't mean I'm not loved. I don't have to give myself gifts either. I just really like flowers.
0: (laughs) So what are, what are two recommendations from you on what people can do to love themselves?
1: Mm. I think that... They could take a look at the five love languages. Do you know about those?
0: Yeah. So let's see. we got service, gifts, words of affirmation, physical touch, and quality time.
1: Yeah. So you can take a look at each one and see if it resonates with you and then try to find ways that you could do that for yourself. Um does that make sense?
0: Like, it does, yeah. So, like, it's, like I'm trying to think, like, physical touch. Yeah. So, like, go get a massage. Go get a
1: massage. Go get your feet rubbed. Go, it, oh. <laughs> it helps ground you, by the way, getting right. a foot massage.
0: Okay. So that's it's an easy thing to have. Um, what's the second thing?
1: The second thing... And it kind of relates to one of the languages of love, which is quality time, make quality time for yourself. And one mm. of the ways that you can do that besides getting a massage too, which kind of also falls in that category, is by taking yourself out to new places, um, sit at the bar and talk to strangers and What you may encounter is that people that you've never met before may start responding to you in new ways, and then you can integrate this, um, whatever is going on, um, with your phase of personal growth and development. Um, so for me, for example, I had a very difficult time going places by myself. I felt out of place. I felt uncomfortable. I felt like people would be looking at me thinking that, you know, I didn't have a companion, so uh, (laughs) there must be something wrong with me. But, um, when, when I started, practicing, taking myself out to new places, it became fun for me and I really liked it and I would get dressed up and, and, and and it wasn't to meet anybody per se, but it's to show yourself that, that you can be good company for yourself. And that, um, I
0: think you are meeting someone and it's, it's yourself. It is yourself. It's it's, it's finally, finally just taking time. Well, you're, yeah, it's, it's great. Um,
1: Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I have.
0: As... I mean, I have done the the course, art the artist way. So there is this concept of artist state. And yeah, it is definitely like they talk about it being like an inner child. You're kind of taking your inner child out.
1: This whole phase. So you can't allow yourself. Speaking of the inner child, the inner child needs to come out and play. And I'm sorry. I don't care if other people don't understand. (laughs) That's like, that's your work too. Then if you're worried about what other people think to sort of start to see that that doesn't matter, uh, that's the inner child needs a sacred second childhood travel go to places, go to Europe, go to wherever, whatever's been on your list that, that you've been wanting to do, go and do it. And because you learn so much about yourself in the process, travel is such a spiritual thing to do. You learn about, you know, you you learn more about yourself through other people and through the places that you go. And it's invaluable. Mm -hmm. And you let, you really let that inner child play when you when right. you begin to explore new places,
0: wow! So then, loving yourself yes. through knowing the love languages, through taking yourself on quality time, missions and uh, assignments, or dates, or everybody calls them different things. Mm-hmm. Um, are there times when uh, is a good good time to kind of think about? Hey, what do I need? What do I want right now to be loved? Um, is it a good time, like when people are mm. about to start a relationship or when they're meeting someone new? Is this more like a conversation starter or you? you That's know? a
1: good question. Because
0: um, it so sounds like you were meeting this guy, and this may have been pretty quickly. He shared that with you.
1: This the artist, the jewelry designer. Yeah. Yeah, we had a really cool connection he and I and we just started talking about art and I also do uh movies and so he asked what I what I do and I told him I'm I'm an actress and, and we had a long conversation about that and it was as if we had known each other for a very long time. And uh he looked at me and the way he looked like he it, it was It was a cool connection that left me feeling validated and seen. And uh, it was was when someone sees you so clearly and you can have a beautiful, um, what can you call it? Like a very genuine conversation with somebody. There's no pretense. Nobody's putting on a show. You just see the soul of the other person and you start engaging in dialogue
0: that it's yeah. rare. So you almost is providing what you wanted to felt. You yeah, loved.
1: That's it. at that time. <gasps> that you. Thank you. That's yes. That's how I want to be loved. Oh my god! Yay! <laughs> Uh, that's, that's a talent that you have right there. (laughs) Do you hold a seminar in that? (laughs) Exactly. Okay. That's,
0: they they have to, they have to actually come to the seminar. (laughs) Cool. Oh man. Um, okay. So, so yeah, so that's, that's a, that's a finding. And then what is, Any shout outs for anybody that um, you want to send a message or did we not talk about something you wanted to talk about?
1: Oh, I I would also like to add um, just being uh, being patient with yourself Mm. (laughs) is uh, because I know that patience. I want to be loved with patience, for example.
0: So what is the equation for patience? Like, uh, you know, I was having is patience an emotion or is patience a behavior? Um, like
1: it's a practice. It's a practice. It's a practice, I think. And it's a, it's, it's everything. It's a, it's a behavior too, because, uh, I can be practicing patience yet, like, Oh, come on, you know, let's go. Mm -hmm. Um, and I do that with myself more than other people. It's easier for me to be patient with other people than it is being patient, um, with myself sometimes. So just Mm -hmm. taking a step back and reminding, yeah. that patience, like it's okay, you can receive. And I think that also goes back to, uh, the discomfort with the feminine energy of, uh, receiving just mm. being still. I think that that's something that that's a practice because in this society, in our culture, um, it's not really okay, or it hasn't been okay to just be still and receive. And so we constantly feel like we have to move.
0: Yeah, I think there's sort of a definitely a cultural aspect to patients too. Um, like um, like just people from certain countries may have a different way of approaching this whole patience thing. So like uh, I think about patients as a spectrum where there is impatience on the left side and you got patients on the right side. And I would say, you know, on that spectrum, I'm usually on the patient side and I can communicate really well in that zone Mm -hmm. but then the second i move into the left side of impatience and try to communicate it's really hard but there might be some people who are really good communicators when they're impatient but they're not so good communicators when they become patient really it has to work (laughs) that way i would think (laughs) because you're (laughs) saying you're maybe a little bit more on the impatient side
1: with myself
0: Okay, with myself
1: because I want things to happen and I want them to happen like now. Um, and and that's, (laughs) you know, um,
0: and maybe that's where it starts then. Like you're saying, patient taking ownership of yourself first. Right. Well, thank you, Jamie Lynn for sharing, um, this important question with us and kind of thinking through it really. And those recommendations for our viewers and how they can love themselves. Thank you.
1: Oh, (laughs) we forgot you asked me a question and I sort of started talking about the first part of the question, but it was, do you communicate with a potential partner once you know how you want to be loved? Mm Absolutely. 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 Because this potential partner could be a good fit for you in many other ways, but they're not a mind reader. And so once you know about what you, how you want to be loved or how you know you you deserve to be, for example, um, yeah, don't subject yourself to anything less or you don't have to because if quality time is important for example and this person is never around and they can't make time for you what do you think about that
0: um i think patience we go back to patience maybe there's a relationship there yeah uh, i guess it's like in my experience you know it's nice to sometimes have some quality time to myself but i also know people that like they would prefer their week to be a lot of quality time to themselves to the extreme. So I think, yeah, it depends on the partner, like what level of alone time they need and what level of alone time the other person needs. You got, you got, you got something percolating there. <laughs>
1: just, um, hold on. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just thinking about two introverts, like in the room that really enjoy quality time with each other but they they need to like fill up their own cup so they're constantly never in the same room together even though they both want to be oh my goodness <laughs> sorry that that's uh, what was coming to mind and i didn't know how to articulate that right up front <laughs> i think you're just
0: dead <laughs> Well, thank you for pausing me there. Uh, that's that's that was important. Mm-hmm. P.S., I would say to the episode. <laughs> uh, but really, thank you for making the time to, you know, talk through this and sharing your wisdom with the crew.
1: Thank you. And it doesn't mean you're going to be alone doing this forever or um if you are alone, maybe you're you're not and you just want to uh, figure out who you are because you know what? My marriage ended, for example. However, I don't think that you need to end your marriage in order to find, find out how to love yourself. And some people think that it's not possible, but um, it is. It is possible to explore what makes you tick. And um, I just wanted to throw that in there as like a, I don't know, disclaimer, the right word. (laughs) (laughs) uh, It's my path, for example, and it's the path of some other people that I know, but that's not, it doesn't have to be the case.
0: Well, thank you everyone for listening and thank you.
1: Hi everyone. And thanks again for listening. It's Jamie Lynn and I just wanted to say that, um, that podcast was recorded back on Valentine's day of 2020 before COVID really started to affect our daily lives here in the United States. And here we are. And it's summertime and most of us have had a taste of what uh, impatience feels like. And maybe many of us have welcomed in more patience into our daily lives. And one of the things that I noticed I didn't really answer in the podcast because I left it to flow. There was a lot of flow going on that night. I I was asked Do you have this conversation about your love languages and how you want to be loved when you're about to begin a new relationship with somebody, or even when you are, say you are now in a partnership, do you have that conversation when, and the answer is you can begin that dialogue at any time. And the cool thing is that it can be a dialogue, not demanding Um, not demanding that they love you in a certain way, but a dialogue. Uh, And dialogue is a beautiful way to communicate because it's a back and forth. And so you can even begin with that question. How do you want to be loved? (laughs) And you do it in your own way. And the idea just is that you're both practicing that patience Um, while you're listening and having this dialogue. And yeah, I'm so excited for you to try this if you've never done anything like it before. All right. That's enough. Sending my love. Thank you. Shout out to Thrive Tribe RI, all the Reiki healers out there, all the energy workers that are healing other people shout out to the frontline workers shout out to the people that are making it happen for themselves day to day without knowing what the f is going on in the world in our lives and a shout out to all to all who are experiencing what patience feels like what what f- being still is like what flow feels like and allowing what is to be. So shout out to you. Thank you.
0: Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. Please hit the subscribe button. We'll be back next week.